Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic your Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. Uh, we're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, everyone. This is Mr. Atom. And this is Mrs. Atom. And we're back. Yes, welcome back. Suckers. For better yeah. or for worse, <laughs> till death do us part. Right. Excellent. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so, so how's everybody doing? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully good out there in podcast land. I agree. Listener land. Yes. Lunch lady land. Are lunch ladies still a thing? I will probably in the States. Slop it, Joe. Slop it, slop it, Joe. Hey. Australia, no, because they don't have the mm. cafeterias. That's right. Poor children who never understood the conversations had at the lunchroom table. Going to the, the cafe- lunch line, getting In the cafeteria. Food. Yeah. Chili and, and sweet roll day. <laughs> that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, so what's going on? So we have quite a bit coming up. Oh my gosh, we do. This The next August, September, October, November. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some busy times for us. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes. Yeah, so we've got August 10th through 12th, we have Sexpo in Adelaide. We're going to be there giving several talks. Yeah. Uh, Intro to Swinging and uh, Now You See Me, Now You Don't by Erasure and by Invisibility. Yes. Ooh, so ah. That'll be a, a new one and a good one. Yeah. If you're around Adelaide, come out and see us. Adelaide. Yep. You can message us for talk times we can probably put it up on twitter i know we talked about that before and we haven't done it yeah i get lazy we could do that <laughs> <laughs> yes but if you are in the in the radelaide area um definitely reach out to us yeah. we're we're we were gonna do a um a meet and mingle at a pub mm-hmm. and i think what will end up ultimately happening is we will just go to a pub and let everybody know we're going to be yeah, there. Yeah, I think we'll just Not do go, an official meet and mingle. Yeah, we'll just go to a pub, and if you want to come have a drink and chat with us, more than welcome to. Yeah. If you're interested in that, uh, send us a message, either email, Twitter, any of the ways to contact Even us. Even Instagram. I now know how to do that. Yes, and we'll we'll put up a question on Twitter as well to yeah. just ask people if you want to. If you're interested, then we'll, we'll find a place and, and meet up with you. That'd be great. Yeah. The reason we didn't do an actual official meet and mingle thing is because our talks are late at night. Yeah. Like, Nine nine thirty, mm-hmm. which uh, I know at some point Adelaide rolls up their streets uh, because it gets too late. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that should be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And then August seventeenth. Oh yeah, that's the, the very next, next weekend. Pendulum. Yeah. So that next weekend we're gonna have Pendulum. Pendulum Part Seven. Lucky mm-hmm. Number Seven. Mm-hmm. So excited for that one. It's gonna be great. Be great. Yeah. Um, 
We're going to get you from out from behind the bar. We're going to get the, some glory hole action going early. I'm not going to be glory. I'm not going to be glory holing. I'm going to be glory holing. I'm not going to be hermit crabbing. You're right. <laughs> hermit crabbing is what I call hiding in the bar, by uh-huh. the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Um, just posted ticket links for that up on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, look for it there. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, back down to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to be in – we're going to be there together. But uh, we're going down because I'm doing um, – it's called Heroes Roundtable in Yarram. Uh, and it's sort of like a, a TED Talk, but for uh, people who do heroic things, which I still think – I don't think I qualify really as a hero, but um, apparently I qualify – I do appreciate it. It's people putting themselves at risk. Yes. Whether that be physically, emotionally, whatever. So many different ways you could do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is August 25th and 26th. It's Hero Roundtable. It's in Yarram. So if you're interested in coming out to that, if you're down around the Melbourne area, feel free to come out and say hi. Right. I know that they've got you on the website now, so yeah. that's good. They've got mm-hmm. a few of the other speakers and things up already as well. So that's I'm great. I'm very intimidated by the other speakers. They seem like true heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just seem like some schmuck with a podcast. Um, yeah, but it's going to be fun. I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to it. And again, it's going to be on uh, talking about the risks and dangers of bi invisibility and bi erasure. So kind of excited for that. That's it's going to be a 12 minute talk. And I'm I mean, as you guys all know, it's very difficult for me to ramble on about anything for less than 20 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut myself down quite a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. I know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's gonna be fun mm-hmm. um and then that leads us into september no oh the uh, next weekend yes. which is the last weekend of, Ar- uh-huh. of august is club v august 31st is the club v the women's only play party at our secret spot uh we also will post ticket links for that i'm sure we probably already have but we'll keep continue to every <laughs> now and again for both pendulum and club v uh, but that'll be the first one went over so well, so I'm really, really excited to see the second one and, and see how many people come out, see how many repeat people we have, how many new people there are. That'll be super exciting. I know I've already talked to a number of, of ladies around at the club in different places that have have either some came before and so they're definitely coming back and then some were unable to come the first time and are able to now. So it's going to be, yeah, super exciting. Yeah. That's a lot going on. I know. That's just August. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, and then we go into September. Uh, what do we have going on in September? September's pretty open. Oh, good. Unless we end up in the States, which we don't know yet. Yes. So we might be in the States in September. Fingers yeah. crossed. Um, if we're in the States, we will definitely let everyone know where we'll yeah. be and where we can be found. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. October, we have Passion in Paradise. October 18th to 22nd up uh, north of Cannes, so that'll be exciting. We did that last year. Uh, Constant listeners will have heard three podcasts on it. Yeah, we rambled on Uh, and on and on. It was great. (laughs) Yeah, we had so much fun last year, so we're going back this year. Really, really looking forward to that. And then home for about a week, week and a half, or a week and a couple days, I guess. And then we're heading over to L.A. for a few days, then down to Desire in Cancun. And so we're going to ha- join the Life on the Swing Set group for the first week, November 3rd through 10th. There are still some rooms open. We'll go ahead and play you a commercial for that one. Life on the Swing Set is heading to paradise for the seventh time. And once again, we're taking over Desire Resort, Riviera Maya, in Cancun, Mexico. With this year's hosts, me, Cooper, Ginger, Dylan... 
JV and Shara from Ending the Sexual Dark Age, and author, podcaster, and feminist porn filmmaker Tristan Taramino, our takeover allows us to mold the resort in our geeky, sexy, and inclusive image with orgies, classes about pegging, flogging, and fisting, theme nights, a full dungeon night, naked karaoke, mutual masturbation, and massages. From November 3rd through the 10th, 2018, this beautiful, all-inclusive resort will be full of sexy swing setters from every letter in the LGBTQA spectrum. Holly, swingers, nudists, kinksters, doms, subs, and those who are just curious about what a week at a sexy resort offers. We take all the best of the swing set. Our values, our experience, our co-hosts, our community, and we bring it all together with the best resort staff on earth to create a queer, kink, and poly-friendly, consent-aware, and sexy-as-hell experience for everyone who joins us. To come with us on our Swing Set Takes Desire 2018 trip and hear us podcast about our previous trips, head over to ssdesire.com. We'll be there to welcome you home. So anybody who has been before, which I don't think many of our listeners have, we hear amazing things about it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what our experience is like for that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Yes. And I know we've got some listeners who have been to it. Oh, do we? Uh, because we okay. are also on Cassidy. Uh, if you're on Cassidy, oh, true, yeah. yeah, the 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 RHP in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're now ambassadors, I guess, for mm-hmm. Cassidy uh, in the U.S. and have been talking to a couple of folks. That's true, yeah. Uh, some folks that. from Portland, which... Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. uh, for anybody out there who's interested, uh, in U.S., our most listeners come out of Portland. Interesting. I know. I've always loved Oregon. Yeah, so all you people in Portland, all you microphone people in Portland, hi, we love you. I've always loved Portland. <laughs> I, I really have. <laughs> it's a great place. It's yeah. like it's like that wonderful cross between California and Vancouver. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're, so we're going to do the Life on the Swing Set takeover at uh, Desire Riviera Maya. I like November. She's like, she's like, you cut me off right there. Like, I did. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, We're not going to go on and on about Portland. I love Portland. Anyway. <laughs> That's fine. So yeah, November 3rd to 10th. And then the 10th to the 17th, we're going to go and join the uh, Swinging Down Under. We got a thing. I don't yeah. know who else is going to no, be it's there. Their, okay. it's their thing. But a lot um, of other people are going to be yeah, there for and sure. And so we're going to join that. Um, I'm not sure it's a complete takeover, but it's at least going to Desire Pearl for that one. Yeah. And joining that crew. And then we're going to come home and pass out and sleep for uh-huh. maybe uh, 15 days. Yeah, probably. And probably ice our, <laughs> ice our, our junk. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, going to be a busy uh, quarter. So kind of excited for that. Yeah, it'll be exciting. It's, it's going to be fun. It is. I just love all the costumes and everything for Desire and for Passion because there's a lot of theme nights. It, it is interesting that... You know, looking at all the different, just the variety of themes that there are and, and what we can do with, with costumes and lingerie and fun, sexy stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun and sexy and sometimes it's just kind of fun and cheesy. And I and like that too. Goofy and silly. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. that yeah. the, the costumes alone and seeing everybody else and what kind of effort they put into it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah. Naughty, naughty fun. <laughs> So, yeah. And plus meeting people that we've been chatting with forever. I know. Because on that trip, we're going to get to meet um, uh, Emma and Finn from Normalizing Non-Monogamy. On that trip, we get to meet the Bedhoppers. Mm-hmm. Which Mr. I'm, and Mrs. H. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be fantastic. Yep. So it's going to be a, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's a few Twitter followers mm-hmm. out there that are going to be there. Yep. That's exciting. I'm, yeah. 
really excited. Yeah. <laughs> like less than 100 days. Woo! It's going to be pretty full on, but I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, a lot of aloe vera is going to be. <laughs> and, and we're not going to tell you what, but we have recently received three boxes worth of swag, branded yeah. swag. So we're going to be bringing that along with us. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's exciting. And mm-hmm. we're expecting another couple of boxes of branded swag. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be swag. I'll just I give it know. out like Oprah. Yeah. Like, you get, you get a swag. You get a yeah. swag. <laughs> There's a shout out to D. Mm-hmm. Who are we, Oprah? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. So what do, do, what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about our recent drama, drama, drama? Yeah, let's talk about drama, drama, drama. <laughs> All right, folks, sit back, relax. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a bumpy week. <laughs> it was it was a rough week, it was, and it was a rare week for us in which I think uh, at least a couple of the days, or for a 24-hour period, we did not communicate well at all. Yeah. It was I've, really yeah. bad for us. Um, and I think it's important to talk about it because we're not perfect, and, and we go through highs and lows as well, mm-hmm. but... You know, mm-hmm. I think we've pushed through it and that we're much farther and much better even than we were. And now we know how to prevent this from happening again yeah. on multiple levels. <laughs> yeah. So. I also think it's interesting, and then you'll hear as we go along, but how easy it was for us to slip into old habits. Yes. And I think that's something that I want to kind of touch on as we go through as well, because we were both married before for a very long time. And at some point during those relationships... And I can't pinpoint where. You probably can't either. But at some point, things shift and things change. And we stopped communicating. And not you and I, but right, previous, right. Partners. previous partners. And, and stopped communicating. And you just kind of, I at least shut down and I internalize. And and it was just, even though you and I don't do that, we're, we're pretty good at keeping that line of communication open, talking about things, pulling each other out when one tries to do that. It was very easy for us in this particular week to kind of slip back into those old habits of just shutting down and, and you know, kind of hermit crabbing into ourselves. That's another hermit crab. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, do you want to give a little background as okay. to what happened? All right. So as, I guess the, the setup as to what right. happened. Well, we won't go completely into all of the background because I think it's unnecessary. But uh, basically on a Monday, I had to take the morning after pill. And as a side note, not because we thought she was pregnant, but because no, I think my doctor was being overly cautious. Yes, and that's (laughs) extremely cautious. And that's fine, you know, whatever. We'll play by the rules to get things done, so it's fine. So I was like, all right, so take the morning after pill on Monday, and the information sheet, everything that she talked to me about it, and everything that it said was all about the physical side effects. So potential nausea, dizziness, cramping, bleeding, your next period may be irregular, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But even though I know in my head that it's like this large dose of hormones, I didn't really consider any emotional side effects of this. (laughs) Eh, perhaps okay. a bit naively. <laughs> Let's pause right there. Number one, I have never heard you as country as what you said, even though I know in my head. <laughs> that was cute as hell. Um, number two, I, it's funny you should say that because, of course, it's going to be hormonal and, of course, it's going to be like a heavy dose of hormones. But yeah. you're right. Neither one of us went, oh, yeah, this this is going to affect us emotionally. Yeah. I, it didn't even occur to me. It was just, oh, physical side effects. And so I didn't have... Any physical side effects on the Monday, 
nothing on the Tuesday. So I was like, okay, good. You know, this was, this was easy peasy, you know, no problems whatsoever, no side effects. Awesome. Great. Go on about business. And then on Wednesday, I think it was a kind of a double whammy in that I had not been, I'd been kind of sick and stuffy, head coldy stuff. And so I hadn't been sleeping well for a few nights either. I didn't get much sleep that night. I had to get up super early, travel for work, worked until late into the night. So I was just super exhausted, tired, not in a good headspace from that. And then apparently with a dose of hormones, I started getting all emotional at that point. So this was several days later. Thursday, I was even more emotional, which fortunately I could keep it together at work. <laughs> but then when I was flying home on Thursday night, it was it was everything I could do to not just burst into tears for no reason. I just wanted to sit down and cry and I had no idea why. And I, and I knew in my head it was illogical. There was no reason for it. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I just felt completely and utterly broken. And and there was no reason for it, which I think was even more upsetting, was because at that point I still hadn't really put two and two together that it was still several days after the morning after pill and, and that potentially it was a side effect from that. I just wasn't really thinking about that. It just was just feel very emotionally unstable. I was I had no patience with people. I just was like, fuck these people, fuck that, fuck this. I don't want to deal with this. I can't deal with people. I can't deal with, you know, anything that's going on in life. I just want to crawl into a hole and just just be there away from everybody and not deal with anything or anyone. And Which is extremely unlike you. It is. It is. And and so that was part of why I was like, I know this isn't normal and I kept telling myself that I know that this isn't right. This isn't normal. I don't know what's wrong with me. And again, I think that made me even more upset because I couldn't pinpoint what it was. And it just, yeah, coming home, I was just emotionally a mess. And again, like I said, it was all I could do just to not burst into tears, which is very much not like me. I'm not usually an emotional kind of person. And it was kind of bizarre. And I kept, and finally it dawned on me the next morning, that it was probably from from the morning after pill. But even even though that hadn't dawned on me yet, I just kept telling myself, this has to be temporary, this has to be temporary, it can't be permanent. And I think that's kind of what helped me hang in there and and just, like, this isn't, this isn't a forever thing. This isn't me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is me now. Well, it's funny because, you know, I was just looking back at our texts from from then, and we were talking about, like, you were on your way to the airport and were trying to switch your flight. And I mm-hmm. kept asking, you know, did you get your flight switch? Did you get your flight switch? Uh, and then... Uh, and that that ride as well, that was uh, an awful, awful Uber ride. That was... And that also didn't really help my headspace because the, the Uber driver, it was just... It was bad on so many levels. And yeah, and so that didn't really... That just put me in a, you know, just fuck everything. I was about ready to get out and walk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and I was like, you, I wasn't getting any response from you. And I was like, I did type tap, 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 is this thing on? Because I was like, <laughs> I was worried because the last text I got from you said that the Uber driver passed the airport yeah. exit. And I was yeah. like, but you're going to the airport. He's like, are you okay? Is everything all right? Well, then I'm, I'm looking at you fortunately on Google Maps because we share our locations. Yeah. And I could see that you were at the airport. Yeah. And um, you were like, patience. It's not you respond quickly. And I'm like going through the text. I'm like, I've responded to every text you've had today within a minute. But okay, maybe that's not fast enough. And then and you were like, and you know I'm at the airport. And I'm like, no, I don't know that. I'm hoping you are. Um, 
And yeah, so then normally we have this pretty solid rule that whenever we travel, uh-huh. as the second we touch down, uh, we hit solid earth again, we message the other one and says touchdown or I've, I've made it or I'm here or whatever. Landed something, and yeah. Never got that, and I'm terrible with time. I have no idea what time flight you originally had. Yeah. I had no time flight you switched to, if you could switch. So I didn't know what time you'd be home. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here working at the computer, and all of a sudden the door opens. I was like, well, you're home. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was like, and I could tell, I mean, immediately it was obvious you were pissed off. And I was like... Yay, my Angela's home. And she was like, <laughs> Like a little bear that just come out from hibernation. And I don't remember what we said initially. Uh, I don't even But remember. then you just sort of dropped your stuff on the ground and then immediately came over and unpacked a box of wine that we had got that day. Yeah, I remember being perturbed that there were things around the house. I was only gone for two days. <laughs> but that there were things around the house that weren't put away and it was like you know it only takes two minutes to put this away why is it not put away (laughs) yeah Yeah. i was like i just needed things to be in their place and to be right which is funny because you you put the six bottles of wine away Uh um and you took your dress that was drying on the drying rack and put it somewhere well i thought you hung it up but you didn't you actually threw it in the chair in the in the bedroom yeah i didn't have the patience to hang it up (laughs) (laughs) so i guess definition of put away but whatever Not judging. You did put the drying rack away. Uh Uh-huh. And I unpacked my suitcase. And then you unpacked your suitcase. And next thing you know, I was like, where where is she? And they're like, oh, she's getting ready to go to bed. And I'm trying to to have a conversation. I was like, how did the week go? And it's like, how do you feel? You know, it's like, are you feeling any better? It's like, how's your stuffiness? And you looked at me and the deadpan went, stuffy. (laughs) I thought to myself, you're right. I could have asked that better. (laughs) But, you know, it was just kind of funny because I know you were making tea and I came up and I was like, okay. Because I was sitting at the computer and I could hear you were making tea and I, I know how you sometimes make tea. You uh, start, you just stare at the pot and I'm pretty sure you're just trying to will the tea to <laughs> boil or the water to boil. And so I could feel that that's what you were doing. So I was like, all right, well, I, she's cornered in the kitchen. I can yeah. corner her and then talk to her. And so I walked in the kitchen and finally I was like, come here, just give me a hug. And you did not want to give me a hug. And so I ended up hugging you with your arms kind of straight down. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and I thought to myself, wow, this is, this is great. Yeah, I, I was a bit of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to say that. It was just, it was just not you. It wasn't. No. It wasn't. And at that point, I was, I was still just trying not to cry. Yeah. And I could tell <laughs> you even looked at me and you were like tears in your eyes. And I'm like, what is wrong? You were like, I don't know. I'm nothing's wrong. I'm just going to bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> So you go to bed and I'm sitting out here and I'm like, okay, you know, like, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to at least be close to you. So I was like, I grab my candle. You don't want to be. <laughs> well, hey, you know, um, some people like to push their lucks. <laughs> uh, so I grabbed my Kindle and I walked back to the bedroom and you were reading your Kindle and I was like, well, I'm just going to get in bed too. <laughs> so I got in bed and I think I even tried to say one more thing to you. And then it was just like, like, Okay. And I, I thought to myself, like, you know, because we talked about this last night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've been joking about this through, you know, right now. But at the time, I was just like, I'm, I'm always waiting for that that switch where you go from you to that someone else that I that, remember. That things are okay and then yeah. now they're not. Yeah, and it's a different yeah. kind of okay. It's still okay. I mean, it's survivable, but it's, you know, it's more of a... 
dealing with it on a day-to-day basis yeah. rather than looking forward to the next day yeah. kind of thing. And it was very much one of those. I was like, oh, I guess this is where it happens. Because I was thinking about previous relationship. And, and like you said, I don't remember the time where it went from great to terrible. Yeah. But it did somewhere. And I don't remember how that happened. And I always assumed it was a slow thing. But then I was like, well, I guess <laughs> I guess with us, like everything else, we just flip a switch and we'll go. <laughs> but, you know, laying down in bed, I was like, oh, all right, well... I guess this is just how our relationship is going to be. We'll have to, you know, I just need to learn how to deal with this again mm-hmm. and and it'll be fine. But again, it's like you said, it's like going back to um going back to old ways very quickly yeah. and immediately accepting it as the new normal rather than trying to fight it. Realizing yeah. that that's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, if I think if either one of us had taken 10-15 minutes to think about it, uh we would have realized that this isn't you and this isn't us. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing that should have been a big clue for me was when I did lay down in bed to read on my Kindle, I had finished my other book previously. And so I was starting a new book and I looked at whatever the first title was on my Kindle and don't, I don't know now what it was, but I started reading it, got about two sentences in. It was something erotic, sexy, whatever. And I was like, can't deal with this. Fuck that. <laughs> Went out back to the library on the Kindle and found some other book about magic, something or another. And I was like, okay, I I can read that. And so I started reading it and it actually is really good, but it should have been a big clue when I didn't want to have anything to do with sexy stuff. Right right there for you, red flag number one. Yeah, Yeah, that's just kind of funny. But, you know, and I think for me, the, the thing that finally triggered it as this is bad was the next morning Mm -hmm. when we woke up you even were still kind of in that dark headspace because yeah. you were like, you know, I've been thinking overnight. And I was like, okay. And then you went off on something and I don't remember what it was like. No. Oh, and in fact, I do remember what it was because you were like, you know, you haven't given me, there's, you know, I feel like there's something wrong with us and, you know, you haven't given me a massage in ages and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, wait. Where did this come from? What? <laughs> I'm like, multiple times I've said, do you want a massage? Do you want a massage? And you're like, yeah, well, not right now, but maybe later. And, well, you know, maybe after dinner. Then or we, maybe, get and we get sidetracked. we get sidetracked and something else comes up. And I'm like, I keep offering. It was like, okay, next time you're supposed to tie her down and massage her. <laughs> <laughs> but it really was one of those. And then I was like, oh, you know, I tried to get you to st- stay home from work uh-huh. so that we could, I thought, you know, we could just kind of work through this. But you were like, no, I've got to do this. i got to do this. i got to do this. And then you were gone. And I was like, okay. <laughs> This this weekend's going to suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it didn't, actually. It was weird. You came no. home Friday and you were back to normal. Yeah, by the end of the day, Friday, I was I was back to normal, pretty much. But yeah, it was, uh, it was funny because, like, I remember even that night, that Thursday night, I was wide awake for probably a couple of hours at some point in the middle of the night. And I'm a restless sleeper anyway, but... I would roll over, try to go back to sleep, couldn't do it, roll over, go back, try and go back to sleep. And at one point I was watching you and you rolled over and your eyes were open looking at me. And I know that you saw me (laughs) and I was like, do I talk to him? Do I not? He's got to be awake. His eyes were open. He stared right at me when he rolled over. And then I listened for a second and you had that, you were breathing deeply. So I was like, okay, well maybe he's back to sleep now. You weren't. Because no. you, you admitted the next morning yeah. that you weren't. You were just okay. faking it so Absolutely. you wouldn't have like, to deal, deal with me. With, like, I don't want to deal with this at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> 
which is funny now. But. It is funny now. But at the time, it was like, yeah. like, what's the best thing you can do? Run away. Run away! <laughs> Don't run away, people. No. And and so, you know, going through all of this, it was, it was for me, even though at first I couldn't really pinpoint why I felt the way I felt, uh, I still was able to tell myself logically that, that it's it's temporary. This isn't going to be forever. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's causing it, but it can't be forever. It's not always going to be like this. You know, I'm not always going to feel like this. I'm not always going to be so broken and such a wreck and whatever. But I can see where somebody who, who couldn't make that link and, and or tell themselves that or believe that from themselves, how they could then become very depressed or anxious or suicidal, especially if it goes on for a long time. Because this was only a few days. Yeah. Thank God it was only a few days. But if it went on for an extended period of time, that could get really rough. Yeah. I'm not sure how well I would deal with that long term. I'm not sure how well you would deal with that long term. Yeah, it'd be tough. Um you know, and, and you're right. It is one of those things, you know, I think we're both very lucky in that it was just temporary. Yeah. Um, and I think it is a sort of a cautionary tale, especially because both of us quickly sort of in, in a matter of 24 hours, just over a, a spike in hormones uh, in, in you sort of already started changing the way we dealt with one another. Mm-hmm. And it was quickly obvious that that night within you know the first 30 minutes of being home both of us were avoiding one another um you know and then the the next morning like all i could after i realized that you weren't going to stay home i was like i was thinking to myself just go to work just go to work yeah like you don't want to be here i don't want you here um and it was it's it's upsetting now to look back on that and like you know i think one of the things that in the future you know i'm not gonna let you get away with that not in a negative way, but I know how you are. And you, like you say, you shut down and yeah. I'm not going to, that's not how it's going to be. I'm going to pull you out of that quagmire, out of the, um, giggity, out of the, <laughs> uh, the, the quicksand that you were clearly yeah. in, uh, and try to prevent you from, from drowning in that emotion. And it's interesting because I knew, I knew at the time that I just needed a hug. I needed human touch. I needed a cuddle. I needed something. I just needed that touch. I just needed someone there. But I couldn't ask for it. Yeah. And and I don't know what the barrier was or why I couldn't. Yeah. But I, I could not make myself ask for that. Because you asked me, even at some point, you asked, what do you need? And and I don't – I look at it now, and I don't think that was necessarily the right question, is what do I need? Because I, A, I may not know, or B, I may not be willing to admit what I need, as opposed to maybe – who do you want me to be or something? I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. know how else that could have been phrased to be better. Well, it's funny because I remember asking that. And I remember the next morning you were like, I don't want you to ask me what I need. And yeah. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know what you need then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah, I'm not a mind reader. No, and if I know, yeah. it just it goes back to that. You know, we've talked to people and we've had friends who have these really highly highly emotional relationships. Mm-hmm. And high highs, low lows. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I I always thought that my highs were high and my lows were low. Yeah. But if that's what it actually is, then no, I'm pretty stable, <laughs> which I never thought I would say about myself. <laughs> You're laughing and shaking your head no over there. Um, you know, so it, it is. Yeah, it, it's it, it was that was intense yeah i just thought it was really interesting how like you said how quickly we just reverted back to those old okay well this is how our relationship's going to be now this is how we're going to deal with each other it, it's going to be there's going to be that bit of separation between us we're no longer going to be as as close and as open as we were it's just it's kind of that to me it was that start of the end kind of thing yeah. and that probably didn't really help thinking that either but it was yeah, it's just those all those thoughts that well, you then can't stop those spiral thoughts. out of control, yeah. and yeah, it was. I, I think now looking back on it, because we we've, we've talked about it a bit over the last few days, and looking back on it, I think it is actually really good. Now that we are where we are, and that it was was temporary and didn't last for very long, that we can look back and say that this is. This is what happened. This is where we both went wrong. You know, like you said, in the future, we're not going to let each other wallow in those things. And we know that our love language is the highest one for both of us is touch by far. And so I think, you know, the easiest thing for us to do is to simply touch each other, hug each other, hold each other, do whatever we need to, and at least start that process of helping to pull through it and work through it together. And I, I just, I really feel like, if we hadn't talked about it over the last few days a bit more, it, we still would have a, at least a small wall between us, I a agree. little bit. Yeah. And I think that that's where just being in this lifestyle and doing the whole swinging thing and having the open relationship has really helped us to be comfortable talking about these things. It's, you know, there was... There, I had a few really, really dark thoughts that I didn't even want to admit to myself. But as we were walking along last night, it was like, I yeah. could tell you about them. And I felt okay telling you about them. I didn't feel ashamed or like I should hide it because it was we, we have nothing to hide between each other. And, and I know that. And I think it's just because of our lifestyle and because of the relationship we have, it is easy now to talk about those things and say, okay, this is what happened. Let's, let's not let that happen again. And maybe it was something we should have thought about beforehand but (laughs) well i mean you can't prepare but why would you you can't prepare for everything you know and it's funny you were talking about us walking so we had a long walk to our secret spot last night Mm -hmm. um and we talked about it pretty much the entire way and honestly even when we started talking about it last night i didn't want to talk about it because it's one of those things that i think that part of me was afraid that if we talk about it it makes it real and i'd rather Let's just pretend it didn't happen, which I know is not the way to handle it. But again, talk about talking about going back to old bad habits. Yeah. And I know in previous relationships, an old bad habit would be let's just focus on the now, which is good, and we'll ignore the bad that happened yesterday, mm-hmm. and hope that it never happens again. Knowing full well that if you ignore it and hope that it never happens again, it's much more likely to pop back up. And I was I'm very glad that we 
were able to, you know, be as open and honest with each other. Because there was a couple of things that I think I said to you last night, and admittedly, I don't really remember what they were, but that I was sort of worried saying to you. It's like, because mm-hmm. I was, it was upsetting, and, you know, I, I don't, didn't like it. It was bad. Yeah. But now we're, I mean, I feel better now than even that we've, than we have in weeks. Weeks, yeah. yeah. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. And it's, like I said, if you ignore it, because it is one of those things that, that now that I feel like we are back to a good place, if we hadn't talked about it, there's still a bit of a shadow over it. There's still yeah. a little bit of a cloud, maybe in the distance, but it's still there. But because we did talk about it, that cloud's now gone. And yeah. so it's not a, maybe this could happen or, well, what if kind of thing or anything like that. And I think just being completely open and honest, even about the things that we, you know, maybe didn't necessarily want to share with each other or didn't think maybe it wasn't important or maybe you think that I'm not sure how you're going to take it or it's it's really, really bad and I feel bad for thinking this. And, and I guess that goes back to the whole shame thing that I'm ashamed to share it with you. But at the same time, I think doing that just really kind of helps pull all of that down and just like you said, I think it's really helped us make it even better than it has been, I would say, for for weeks now. Yeah, easily. I agree. Yeah. Um, and I think just to touch on one of the things, a bit more of what you said, um, I think it's important when for people out there who are, are having these conversations is not to not to judge, to, to yeah. listen and and you can you can react in your head, but don't necessarily react immediately verbally because I know when we were talking about it, it's natural for us to even want to immediately defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or immediately for me to immediately defend you or you me uh, and say, well, you know, that's not what you meant. That's not what you felt. You know, it's okay. I know what you really meant. But I think it's important to sort of listen to that and validate, like, actually, that is maybe what you meant. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about why you felt that way. Uh, And I think it was good for us to, to really dive into that emotional side and see, you know, like, why did you feel this way? Even knowing that it was nothing more than an imbalance of chemicals inside your brain. Yeah. Uh, I think that still makes it, it's just as important to, to sort of have that understanding and that, uh, to know where you were coming from and where, where I was coming from. Yeah. And so you, you made the comment that, that like when I was saying something that you would say, oh, or you might think, oh, you mean this because yes. you're listening to what I'm saying with your own filter and your own lens. Yeah. Which you're, you have to. There's no way to completely prevent that. But I would as well caution people to just try and keep as open of a mind as possible because you are listening to whatever is being said or expressed through your own filter and your own lens. And so you may put a different slant on it than what the person actually intends, what yeah. your partner intends. And so to try and see it from your partner's point of view. And I think that's something that we've learned a lot through therapy. Yes. Our therapist over the years has again and again helped us to see things through the other person's lens as opposed to through our own lens. And I think that has also really helped us as well to be able to kind of work through some of these things when they do come up and to not only say, well, I think that you did this because of this, or you saw it this way because of X, Y, Z, when in reality it was maybe ABC instead of X, Y, Z. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't look at it through your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And and to touch again on active listening, I think it's important to remember that if when somebody else is talking, if all you're doing is thinking about how you're going to respond to what they're saying, you're not listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, The entire time that you're that you're planning out your rebuttal or your 
whatever you're saying in, in, in regards to what they're saying, you're not actively listening. Yeah. And it's important to focus on what they're saying and not think about what you're going to respond, how you're going to deal with this or how you're going to respond. Which, again, I think we did very well last night. Yeah. And, and when somebody says, I feel like you did X, Y, Z, you should immediately respond with, I understand that you felt X, Y, Z. You know, so that you're taking what they're saying and, and turning it around so that you're, you're responding to them saying, I understand this is how you felt or this is what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then build on from there. Yeah, and to take that one step further, uh, we don't, when we, when we are talking about things like that, like when we were last night, we were very comfortable with silence and pauses. And I, that's something that I very much value in a partner. Yeah. If somebody can't deal with silence, it drives me crazy because <laughs> silence can be a very good thing. And when we are discussing serious things like that and, and really trying to listen to one another and figure things out and pay attention, you might say something, and I try very hard not to start a rebuttal and to put those walls up and be defensive. And to, to do that, I have to really focus on what you're saying which then means that there's a pause and a silence while I then process it, figure out how I want to... Processing. Yeah. Processing. (laughs) (laughs) And it may not be very long, but it can. there's still a bit of a a break there while I'm processing and then thinking about how I feel about it and what I actually think about it and then to verbalize that. And so it may be, it could be a few seconds, it could be... 30 seconds, a minute, whatever, but the, you know, be okay with those silences and those pauses and, and give your partner time to kind of go through what you said. And it may be longer than that. I don't know. It just depends. But. Yeah. And if we're, if we're discussing something and I say something and you're sitting silently thinking mm-hmm. about it, it's not an opportunity for me to then say something else. Right. And I think that is, I know I'm guilty of that. Um, I'm very guilty of that. And it's not because I want to fill the silence. It's because something pops into my head and I feel like, oh, it needs to get out now or I'm going to forget it while mm-hmm. she maybe is, is talking. Mm-hmm. So uh, you just really have to hold on to those, those thoughts because, you know, you end up with this stair-stepping, this, um, this snowballing of, of information. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, whoever you're speaking with is not going to be able to address everything. And it... it ultimately becomes frustrating and yeah it breaks down communication so it is important to give both people time and if you need it set a timer you know that's a good point we've i think only done it once or twice Mm -hmm. where you set a timer for maybe three minutes and then i have my say for three minutes and when that timer goes off i have to shut up Mm -hmm. and then you get three minutes and you can talk about everything that you you know they take notes i mean whatever works for you but it, i think it's important that it that it goes back and forth because it's very easy especially in an emotional situation like that for it to become a, a shouting match or yeah. i'm trying to speak over you just to be heard knowing that you're not listening to me anyway so yeah, yeah. but fortunately i think yeah and i i think in the end we're lucky that it was just a few days but i think what was scariest to me was I didn't understand it because I'm not usually an emotional person you're like that. You're not an emotional being. No. I mean, you have emotions and you're very sweet and, and you've got a wonderful heart, but... I don't have that roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, those, and, those yeah. unpredictable emotions, yeah. that's not you. That's more me. No. <laughs> and so I think that was scary for me was to experience that, to not know where it came from, not know how to deal with it. And I was even on the way home from the airport, I was thinking I was like who's a female friend of mine that's emotional that would help me understand these feelings I was like is there somebody I can go to and I was so close to 
redirecting the cabbie, you know, to a friend's house, but it was late. And, and admittedly, I just was in that, I don't want to fucking deal with people <laughs> mindset. And then I was just, I didn't, I probably should have, but I didn't. Um, but I think that was what was scary to me was just not knowing at the time, I still didn't understand where it came from. So not knowing where it came from, how to deal with it, how long it was going to last. Was it going to, was, was that me now? I, I yeah. was, I kept telling myself it wasn't, I kept telling myself it's temporary, but I didn't really know because I didn't understand yet where it came from so do you think if you two two things i guess first question is number one for both of us why the hell did we not think that it was i don't know i mean what what is wrong with us we're (laughs) fucking scientists air quotes scientists Uh, so i mean you would think that something weird like this which was completely out of the ordinary why didn't one of us or both of us go okay what has changed in the last Seven or, days yeah, that some might have caused this. Mm-hmm. So, number one, hashtag shitty scientists. Yeah, it took me two days to get to that point to figure it out. Because <laughs> this started on Wednesday. It took me till Friday morning to be like, oh, do you think this could be it? And so the corollary to that question is, do you think in the future, should you have to take something like that, mm-hmm. that is a, a heavy hormonal pill, mm-hmm. um, do you think that that would help? Having that knowledge that this has happened to me once, yes. now I know... All right, this is not me now. I think it would because I would be prepared to to deal with it and I think it would help us to prepare to deal with it. Yeah, I say, would just leave. Well, yeah, <laughs> whatever, kidding, but, <laughs> but just to say that it's going to be rough for a few days, a week or whatever. Yeah. You know, let's just whatever happens, it stays there. We we know what the reason is. I, I just really I think for us it would help to be prepared. Yeah. But I, agree. I think when I was given the information on it and again all the side effects the doctor talked about it was all the physical side effects. It's not the mental and emotional side effects. Yeah. And Which I think is just as important and it's absolutely. kind of disappointing that they did not give you that yeah, information. Yeah, cuz they're so overcautious on everything else. <laughs> physical, I guess. Um, but it's it wasn't even when I looked up once I started thinking that maybe that was it and I started doing some just Google searches and things most of the top hits are the physical side effects. And I had to dig a bit to look for um, depression, mood, moodiness, blah, 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 that kind of thing to go along with it. it. It took a bit of digging to find that. And people saying that, yes, I had that for a few days, a week, two weeks after. And then and then I was like, fuck, is it going to be like this for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, it did start to get, I started to get better that day. And, and by Friday evening, I was, I was in a much, much better headspace. Um, and again, not knowing what it was at first, just thinking that it could be permanent, but I kept fooling myself perhaps and saying that, unfortunately it was temporary, but I, I just, because I can compartmentalize, I was just like, all right, this is a temporary thing. It's going to go over here. We're going to deal with it for now as best we can, which is really shitty. It's not in a good way. <laughs> deal with it as best we can, which is very poorly. <laughs> but it's temporary. And so I just kept telling myself that trying to make myself believe that it wasn't going to be forever. But you can't do that. If you can't either tell yourself that or if you can't believe that, then that could be a really dark, scary place. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We made it through it. It wasn't easy, but we made it through it. Yeah. So are you 100% now? I feel, yeah. I feel good now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But I do know that even Friday evening, while I felt more mostly myself, we uh, were at OSS. We had one of the sex ed in the city classes, and we weren't sure if we were going to stay afterwards or not. We did end up staying a little bit to talk to some folks there. Yeah. But at the same time, I just, I did not feel like playing with people. I, you know, I was okay being social, but I just 
didn't feel like I could make a new connection with someone. If right, it had been yeah. someone that we had seen before or played with before or knew or a friend, that might have been different. But I was not in the mood to go through the effort to make a new connection. With, so I just don't think I could emotionally deal with making a new connection with someone and then trying to play with them all in that night. It just, I just yeah. was not there emotionally yet. So I was in a much, much better headspace, but I think it took me really th- till Saturday to get back fully emotionally. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. And it was, uh, and I was in that sort of same space because it just the exhaustion of, I mean, with all due respect, dealing with you. <laughs> uh, and it was one of those things. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't want to stay here. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Um, it, it was great seeing some folks that we hadn't seen in ages. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it was just not something that I was like, ah, I've got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But that's all right. I mean, we made it through it and it's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, not holding anything. No, you know, no. So. And I think it, it's now that, you know, we can look back and, and say that this is what happened. And I think seeing how we dealt with it and how that was really terrible and didn't work for either of us, I think that'll help us if a situation like this arises. I'm going to say if, but when, probably, yeah. a situation like this arises again, to to look back and say, okay, that that didn't work before. Let's not do that. Let's Let's go a different path. And it might be terrible trying to pull each other out and force each other out but i think we have to because in the end i think that's what's what's better for us i agree next time forced naked hugs yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm just we need this keyword that means no matter what happens you have to get naked immediately and we hug we just no sex just hugs all right, all right. Let's think about what, what that could be it's it can't be something we're going to use any other time though that's the problem all right uh sober The word is sober. <laughs> we, I, don't, I can never see that word coming up in conversation. <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah. Force naked hugs. I'll have a water. <laughs> we can just say force naked hugs. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, Do we have a question of the week this week? Yeah. Let me let me open up my little thingy here. Should probably not say what that. little thingy are you? <laughs> you should probably use a better. Um, okay, so uh, I have a couple of really good questions here that were sent into us by a listener, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just going to try to pick the one that I like. Uh, so there's a bunch of them here, and <laughs> I, I really like many of these. Uh, some of these I do not like, um, and one of them I actually don't understand. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's clearly English, but the words don't seem to go together. Okay. Uh, so, this question comes to us from our listener mm-hmm. that says, Do you guys ever dress up and do role play at home away from the club, other than bondage S&M type scenarios? So, I guess the question is, do we ever dress up and do fantasy play mm-hmm. here in the apartment? Oh, that's a good question, because we... Typically, if we do that, it is kind of uh, bondage or, you know, a bit more that. But even then, it's usually just cuffs or or rope and stuff like that. And sometimes I've put on a corset or something, some nice lingerie, depending on, or something a little more kind of girl lingerie. But uh, the only time, I guess because neither of us are really into, like, general fantasy role play, uh, we don't really, the only time I've done that is we have a couple of partners or have had a couple of partners who have been into like the schoolgirl thing and I've done it with them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you make a great schoolgirl. Even at pushing 40. <laughs> <laughs> has there been any 
thing else. Well, and that's what I honestly, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's, it's almost never for the two of us, but usually it involves a third person who mm-hmm. has a, some sort of fantasy, typically the schoolgirl thing. Mm-hmm. I will say there, I have done the puppy play. Yes, you've done the puppy thing. To where I think I was wearing ears and a tail and mm-hmm. a collar mm-hmm. uh, when the gentleman was over. Mm-hmm. But other than, and I've done that just the two of us as well. Yes. But other than that, I don't think so. I mean, we've done stuff goofing around, like the horse tail and the horse's head. Yeah. Uh, there's Twitters. There's Twitters on pictures. There's pictures on Twitters. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't think so. No, we don't really do that. Like you know, the doctor nurse thing. No. Student teacher. We just. We don't role play real well. No. You don't. I think sometimes you have trouble pretending. It take. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes. Encourage your children to pretend, please. Um, <laughs> I do have trouble pretending. And so it's hard for me to do something like that if it's just a quick bedroom scenario. Like, oh, let's go do this right now. I need more of a buildup. And, like, it needs to be more of an, an entire evening and more of a... So she's saying if she's going to play nurse or doctor, she has to go to school for between four and eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it just it just needs to be, I really need to kind of be in that headspace, and I need to get in that headspace well before. It can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go put on some clothes now, we're going to do this. And now, and now I'm this yeah. person or this character. Yeah, maybe I need yeah. to practice that and work on that a bit. But. Yeah, I don't know, because honestly, I don't think it's something that I'm that interested in, that kind of, like the nurse and, and doctor thing. No. You know, I get it a little bit. Um I do get the like the power play mm-hmm. or the student and teacher thing. I mean, I get it a little bit, but I don't. But typically, if we're going power play, we just go to mistress slave, yeah. as opposed to or you know puppy and owner. Or, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's I think I'm more comfortable sliding into those than I am yeah. into a you know, like where I'm the professor and, <laughs> and you're the naughty student who take you over my knee. <laughs> uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like me really at all. Yeah, I would say that if we've ever done anything like that, it. It has almost assuredly but had a third or fourth party involved. Okay, so I'm gonna we'll we'll that one ended up going shorter than I expected. Okay. So that's all right. That's all right. Because I've got another. I've got a backup question from the same listener. All right. Uh, which I I like this one, and I think this is something that people should get better about doing. So the question is: If you could sense your partner uncomfortable in a play situation, but nothing has been vocalized, what would you do? Uh, well, for us, I would reach over, I'd give you the double tap. Yeah, you to, would. <laughs> yeah, because we, we do the double tap as a, are you okay? And then a, yes, things are okay. Yeah. So if I can tell that something's not going right, I would say, first of all, I'd probably take a couple of seconds just to look up and pay attention to see if I can figure out what it is to see if, is it something we can kind of rectify quickly? And But I definitely would reach over, give the double tap. You've done that recently um, in a play situation with me. Uh, which we can talk about later on another podcast, <laughs> but but you've done that. You thought, you know, I'm not sure if this is okay or not. Yeah. So you've given me the double tap a couple of times during that play session. Yeah. But I would say for sure check in and see if you don't have a a nonverbal cue, then even just saying is are you okay, or just kind of try to catch their eye and and you know do some kind of some an eyebrow raise or something, just kind of like. You know, is, is it all right? Just somehow love, communicate that. I think she's but. doing this eyebrow raise and, and, and motioning towards the microphone as if the microphone can see yeah, her. Yeah, you can't see it. But, just, <laughs> but I, for, for me personally, I would take a second and, and just kind of look up and see what's yeah. going on. And can I figure out what it is? Is it something that I 
can be like, oh, maybe it's just a positioning thing or somebody's around or somebody's kind of creepily watching. We need to... That I don't want to deal with. Yeah. I don't like this person here or whatnot. Right. Or is it, I'm not really sure what's going on and so let's do the double tap thing because it could be something else internally or completely separate. And I, honestly, I think that's why every couple needs to have some sort of communication. I see nothing wrong with saying to your partner, can we go get a glass of water? Yeah. Can we go to the bathroom? Can we take a step back for just yeah. a moment? And we've done that. And we've done that yeah. as well. It's admittedly easier to do in larger group play if it's just two couples. Yes. If it's just two couples, even then, I feel like you should be comfortable enough to say, can we go get a, a glass of water? Yeah. And we've had couples uh, play with us that they said, can we just take a moment? And even yeah. in the same room, they get up, walk over to the corner of the yeah. room, and they're having a conversation. Yeah. And you and I are just playing on the bed. You We're know. just playing on the bed, not listening, because it's not our business yeah. to eavesdrop. And, 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 and I think that's important as well, yeah. is if somebody does that to you, don't try and listen to what they're saying. Don't and, and don't try, try to convince them either. No. <laughs> like if, they, yeah. if they decide they don't want to do something, don't lay from the bed and go, well, you know, have you ever thought about trying? You know, yeah. that's not that's no. not the point. No. Uh, but I do think it is important to be able to to have those moments where you can get you and your partner get a um, I'm using air quotes here a get out of jail free card. So you you're leaving the situation even if it's just temporary mm-hmm. to go have a conversation and then come back. And I think a drink of water, uh, a restroom know, break, a restroom break for me it's it's great because I go oh I need to go check my blood sugar. Yeah. And and you almost always come with me for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's. If you sense that something's wrong, have a nonverbal communication that you can that you can get to your partner and, and make sure that it's everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Cool. All right. So that's uh that's the uh, the episode for this week. Uh-huh. Our um oof. It was an emotional episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we should have recorded an episode when you came home that night. Oh that would have been a very short episode. Fuck this shit. Microphone goes out over the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone people, no! <laughs> um, yeah, so if you have, if anyone out there has dealt with uh, something like this and you want to talk about it or you want to ask us questions on how we dealt with it or how you know we're, you know, we're dealing with it, um, feel free to shoot us a message. Email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com or message us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at By the By Podcast. Uh, we now know how to get all those messages. Yes. I know. It's I, exciting. I, I, I know exactly where to go for Instagram messages now. It makes uh-huh. me so proud of myself. I've only, even learned as well. It's amazing. Yes, you've responded to Instagram messages. I just don't think to check it, but, you know, every three or four days. But I do know how to get there. And I'm trying to remember to look at them, you know, sometimes. Well, I've got the little but notifications you, on. So yeah. if it, it notifies me if we get a message, and I can notify you yeah. if you get a message. Um I just want to say we just got a text from a couple that we played with last night, and that makes me Ooh, happy. Yay. yay! New couple. Uh, we'll talk about them on another podcast. Uh-huh. So hot. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, follow us on all of our all of our social medias. Um, the, the the website is once again down. I'm trying to fix it. Look, people, I'm I am not a website guy. If you know a website guy. <laughs> <laughs> or gal, um, a website human being. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah, so go follow us on social media and get in come. touch with us. Send us your questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely come see us at Pendulum yes. or at Sexpo or at Heroes Roundtable or at Club V. <laughs> we are everywhere you want to be. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 